for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Good everyone and welcome to today's Living Life. You know, one of my favorite things uh, to kind of dwell and think about is um, interesting questions. Interesting questions, very broad, it can be about anything, but uh, questions that I may not even have an answer to or be able to answer, but questions that make me think twice, thrice, or even, you know, four times, just keep thinking about it. You know, questions that kind of just make me doubt or question things. I actually really like those kind of things. Kind of, kind of like puzzles, I guess, but not exactly. But um, usually questions against preconceptions and presuppositions. And an interesting question, um, theological, spiritual question that you may not have asked yourself is, why did Jesus have to die? Why did Jesus have to die? Now, a lot of you, a lot of us, would just simply be able to answer, you know, for God so loved the world, you know, that he gave his only son. That's why Jesus had to die for the sins of the world. And yes, but the, the actual question is, why did Jesus have to die, right? I mean, today we're going to see the G Jesus versus Adam and so forth. But, you know, what about someone else like Adam or, or something? But why did Jesus have to die. Couldn't have been someone else, a lot of someone else, or a lot of other animals, types of animals, as they were already sacrificing in the Old Testament. And in a sense, today's passage answers this very question. So let's read the passage and then we'll continue. Romans chapter 5, verses 12 through 21. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people because all sinned. To be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not charged against anyone's account where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, who is a pattern of the one to come. But the gift is not like the trespass, for if the many died by the trespass of the one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation, but the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. For if, by the trespass of the one man, death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man the many will be made righteous. The law was brought in so that the trespass might increase, but where sin increased, grace increased all the more, so that just as sin reigned in death, 
so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Isn't language funny? Because um, a question or phrase with the exact same words can mean different things depending on nuance and um, what do you call it, like emphasis, right? Where you put the emphasis or even accents. And you know, many different languages have different versions of this. So, you know, take my interesting question that I posed in the introduction. Why did Jesus have to die? Now, there are actually like three ways, at least three ways you can pose this question and they all mean slightly or even very different things. First, why did Jesus have to die, right? That's, that's maybe the simplest question to answer uh, because we talked about this yesterday, right? And now, why did Jesus have to die? Which is the question that I posed earlier in the introduction. And finally, why did Jesus have to die? Now, this is a very interesting question. As in, couldn't he have not died and achieved the same results in a different way? Why did Jesus have to die? Why did Jesus have to die? Why did Jesus have to die? And why did Jesus have to die? These are all very interesting questions, and I would like all of us to try and answer these questions. And, um, you know, so if I was to ask you, you know, I, and I am asking you this question, you should be, we all, we should all, sh we should all be able to satisfactorily answer each variation of these questions for the sake of our own spirituality, for the sake of our own spiritual growth, maturity, and understanding of our faith in Jesus Christ. And so, as I mentioned before, I think today's passage addresses uh, the second of the question uh, that I posed. Now, looking through uh, and just looking over today's passage, to give a very quick summary, it's a very famous passage, right? And um, making summaries are very easy and quick ways to help you understand um, the passage. And you could even make a, a, a table, right? Two columns. On the one, on the left, you would have one man, Adam. On the next column, you would have one man, Jesus. And going through uh, the passage, under Adam, we have words like sin, death, law, condemnation, trespass, and disobedience. These are the words and concepts related to the one man, Adam. Versus and compared to, contrasted with the one man, Jesus, on the right column we have words, if you look through the passage, and I use the NIV for this, by the way, uh, words like justification, righteousness, life, grace, righteous act and obedience. Now, some of these are actual pairs, and you can actually pair them up, line them up uh, on the same line, and so forth. So you have these two uh, people, two mans, two men, um, contrasting and compared. And, but there is one word that I did not include, which does not have a pairing on the side of Jesus, that is, that is, I think, absolutely crucial. And I would be interested to know if you could pause the video and go back and find that one word that I'm talking about. The word uh, comes out in verses 15, 16, and 17 multiple times, and it is gift. The word gift that is related to Christ. This is the crucial difference between Jesus and Adam. Adam and Jesus are similar, almost the same in a sense, and that is kind of the point of the passage, right? But not the same at the same time. Now, there is the obvious reason, as in Jesus is the Son of God, right? Jesus is God, right? Whereas Adam was created out of, you know, dust uh, by God. He's a created being. Jesus is the gift of God given by the graciousness of God, by the grace of God. 
Adam trespassed, but Jesus is the gift of God given by grace. This is the closest pairing that you could come to. If you look at verse 16, this is a very interesting verse. It says, uh, the judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation. So this is Adam. Through, one, through that one man, Adam, his one sin, judgment followed and brought condemnation on mankind. But following, continuing verse 16, the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. One versus many. And this is a theme that you see throughout the passage as well. The one versus the many. Now, doesn't this kind of remind you of the three musketeers? You know, they haven't, I think they might, they might be making another version soon or something, but it's been a while since they made a movie. One, you know, one for all and all for one, right? Dun, 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 the three musketeers. Um, but here, it's, it's a little different. It's similar again, but different. Um, it's all for one, as in all are judged from one sin, all from one, and then one for all, as in one gift, that is Jesus, for all trespasses and to justify all sin, this being Jesus. So they're kind of similar, but at the same time, different. And this is why Jesus had to die. Only Jesus is the gift of God. No matter how many similarities there are between Adam and Jesus, Adam is not the gift of God. He's not, he's not the son of God. Only Jesus is the gift of God who can make up for and more the sin of all humanity for all mankind. Because he is the son of God, given freely as a gift by God in order to, uh, to satisfy the justice of God. Only Jesus, as the gift and as the Son of God, could satisfy the justice of God. And the justice of God cannot just, you know, let go sin. You know, the justice of God cannot simply forget or forgive sin. It must be satisfied because that is the character of God. Jesus, and only Jesus, is the gift that puts us on the right side of justice. You know, it's still a couple of months away from Christmas, but I want to talk about presents, right? And I think from today's passage uh, of Jesus being the gift, um, we need to give the gift of Jesus. And Jesus is all that we need. Jesus is all that anyone and everyone needs in order to have life. There are a lot of other things that we can try and we can add, uh, you know, and so forth, but they're all just kind of garnishes, right? Jesus is the true and only gift that we need. And so today, as simple as this message and this point is, let's meditate upon Jesus as the only one who was able, who is able, and who is necessary to bring us life, to give us the assurance of, of eternal life, and for us to live life to the to the abundance that God has intended us for. Amen? Let's pray. God, we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ. We praise you for your Son, that in Him, Lord, our fears, our tears, our shame, all of that is driven, is cast away, is dried up, O oh Lord, in your Son, in the Son, the Son of God, as the gift and the only gift, the one who is able uh, to really make me just, righteous before you, my Creator. 
And so, Lord, we thank you for your son, the one uh, who, the only one who is able to bring me in right relationship with you, to make this, Lord, this a possibility for me to hold your word and to cherish it, to even understand it, to study and to grow in it, God. And God, may you build us up to give this gift of Christ, the gift of Jesus, as you have given us to the people around us, Lord. Use us, build us up to give your son as gift to many other people around us so that they may have life and light as well. We thank you and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer, see Jesus.